and that we love a chat. We love to help and that's a fact. So we have made it our mission to find stuff out. From diagnosis and education, slimming out of your frustration. Chat to folks who've been there too. Collect it together and share it with you. If you know someone we should speak to, send them our way and that's what we'll do. We like to have our sensory networks. You know what? Hello, welcome to season two, episode one of Sensory Matters and the first of the new year. So happy new year, everybody. Happy, happy new year, Joel and Lorraine. Happy new year. Hiya. Are we all right? Did we survive the festive period? Yeah. Just about. Just about. Well, you're both here, so that's good. Um, so this season two is all going to be around topics associated with mental health. Um so that's going to be the theme of the next few episodes and we thought that today it would be good to talk about new year and the kind of pressure that that can put people under and the kind of um, effect it can have on your own mental health so i guess one of the big things is new year's resolutions that puts people under under pressure did you make any nope <laughs> how did i know you were going to say that joel did you lorraine yeah Okay. Uh, but I've learned valuable lessons on making New Year's resolutions. Right. Because you put far too much pressure on yourself. So I'm making realistic resolutions. Right. Have you got any examples? Uh, yeah. So my, uh, this is just to be active every day. Nice. That's that's a good one. That's yeah, because it's not like I don't have to go for a run. I don't have to go to an exercise class. I can literally just walk around the block, which I've yeah. got a dog. I have to walk the dog. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Good stuff. Um, okay, so yours are quite simple. I, I usually have gazillions. Mine's usually all the same. Um, lose weight, get fit, don't drink as much, um, be better at all things that I do, be a better mum, be a better wife, you know, loads, be a better boss, do better at work. Um, yeah, and I... I don't think I put myself under pressure with them, but I think they're always moving in that they're always just out of reach, but, which is good because it makes me push forward. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I think it's it's it becomes a problem if if you put too much pressure on yourself to achieve them. I think it's all about achievability. You need to set yourself... If, if you're going to set a, a New Year's resolution, it has to be achievable. Even if you do have to do that little bit extra to achieve it, you have to actually know that you can achieve it. Yeah. So say somebody's been a smoker for 40 years mm-hmm. and they want to give up smoking. They need to actually want to give up smoking, not just say they're going to do it because it's New Year. Yeah. If it's not yeah. going to be achievable, then you're just going to feel let down because you fail. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. There's a difference between things you know you should do and things you want to do um, and have the motivation to do it. And if it's any goal setting, whether it's New Year or at any other time of the year, it has to be... Um, yeah, it has to be something that you know you can do. Otherwise, you're just setting yourself up for a fall, aren't you? Yeah, well, it's just like dry January and all those sort of things. I mm-hmm. don't want to give up alcohol for a full month, so I'm not going to do it because I'll just be upset if I don't do it. And I know that I don't want to do it. Yeah. Because January is my birthday, so I never do dry January because I always want to have a celebratory drink on my birthday. Yeah. October, I like to have a drink on Halloween. So I could probably do 30 days. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, yeah things like that. I just think 
a lot of people do them. A lot of people do them who maybe don't drink. Yeah. yeah. I can't see the point in that. It's like I November. I already have a moustache. Why am I going to do November? Yeah, and then there's like the one where you don't eat chocolate or sugar or something for a month. Now, yeah. I know that I physically can't do that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do it. <laughs> no, fair enough. So, Joel, have you never made New Year's resolutions or have you done it in the past? No, I don't really see the point. If I'm going to do something, I'm going to do something. I don't need the beginning of the year to push me to do it. Okay. I think that's what the point is. Yeah. It's like, is I don't need a certain thing to tell me to do something because if I want to do it, I'm going to do it. it. Yeah, it's like when people start a diet, it's always on a Monday. Why does it have yeah. to be a Monday? Yeah. Like I've, I've um, before Christmas, I started not necessarily dieting, but looking at my lifestyle choices. Mm-hmm. And everyone, every time I went to the shop or was speaking to somebody and they asked me about it, they'd be like, oh, you may as well just wait till Christmas and New Year's over with. And I thought, well, why? Why do I yeah. need to wait till Christmas and New Year's over with? I can still enjoy my Christmas dinner and I can still have some treats, but it's all in moderation. So why not start being healthy uh, before Christmas? Yeah, I follow this um, woman on Instagram who I absolutely love. She's a local um, PT called Body by Beth. And she's amazing. And just the myths and things that she puts up around bodies and weight loss and stuff like that is fab. And I think she does an online coaching training thing, but she'd said something in one of her posts ages ago about, you know, Christmas is one day, but there's six weeks to go. So that's like, oh God, I can't do six times seven. My head's not working. Whatever that is. Forty-two. Okay. Um, so, you know, you've got 41 days, which could make a big difference to your health. Yeah. Um, and just, just enjoy yourself on Christmas Day. But you can, there's no point waiting, is there? Well, that's it. And because what I do is I, I try this quite often. I try to be, be moderate with everything. And then every now and then, if I want to go out for a meal and have a pudding, I'll go out for a meal and have a pudding. So I don't see why before Christmas, I think I started about eight weeks before Christmas. But on Christmas Day, then I can have a mince pie. And I can have yeah. a Christmas cake because it's just one day. That's exactly right. Yeah. And it just makes you miserable if you don't. Yeah. And for me, Christmas dinner is quite a healthy dinner. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad, is it? It's a roast dinner. If you just don't go too heavy on the potatoes and stuff, you'll be fine. Yeah. I think it's just if you sit there just eating tins and tins of chocolate. Yeah. And then because I try not to buy people chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when you get too much chocolate, it then obviously it does go into New Year. And a lot of people do give up chocolate as their New Year's resolution. Yeah. Or they want to lose weight, and I think it's not fair if you buy somebody a load of chocolate who wants to give up chocolate. Yeah, absolutely. so I, I try to avoid that. But I think the key thing around there is that that I think Joel and yourself have hit it on the head is that just because we're through the new year period doesn't mean you have to do all these changes. Do them when when they suit you, when the right time for you is. If you want to do something, yeah. And you're only ever going to do something if, if you really want to do it anyway. Yeah, and if you get upset because you can't achieve something. So, for example, I was going to run a marathon before I was 37. Mm-hmm. But I got injured and then I got ill. And there's no way I can, well, I'm going to be 38. So I can't do that. That's not achievable. But if I get upset about that, I'll never run a marathon. Exactly. Whereas if I push it on a bit and think, do you know what, maybe I'll run a marathon by the time I'm 40. Yeah, that's it. It's still a goal and it's still there. And it's just because it's like anything. It's, it's, it's got to be a moving plan. You know, you have, have some, if, you, if you are going to set yourself some goals, I would say that Lorraine's right, make them achievable. 
um, make them small. So things like if you've never run round the block for the last five years, don't set yourself the task to run a marathon in June. Set yourself the task to run three miles in one go by the end of January. Yeah, and I'll, um, I'll, I also want to use the term run a marathon quite loosely because if I do do a marathon, there's a chance I'll walk some of it. But yeah. I, I still think if I do that amount of miles, is it 26 miles? I'll still yeah. have achieved an amazing thing whether I walked half of it or not. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So it's not being too hard on yourself, is it? No, I think for me, it's not even about running the marathon. It's the feeling of crossing the line at the end. Yes. So I don't have to run the whole thing. I just want to be part of what's happening. Yeah. yeah so Lorraine, you were saying that, you know, it's still a massive achievement, isn't it? To to complete 26 miles, whether you run or you walk. Yeah. And it's about setting yourself up with that goal for success because you will achieve that. Yeah. And I think it's the atmosphere, the crossing the line. And if somebody was doing something like that for charity, that always gives you that extra buzz. Yes, totally. Yeah. But then it doesn't have to be a marathon. You know, like, so for Jamie, who struggles to walk, mm-hmm. Jamie could set a goal of just being able to walk to the bus stop. Yeah. And that would be, for for Jamie, the same achievement as me doing a marathon. Absolutely. Yeah. So they don't have to be, I mean, that's a big thing for Lorraine, but what, what don't compare your goal with other people's goals. Do, do a goal that is a, a challenge, but achievable for you. Yeah, definitely. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and so what is it, do, do you think, that causes mental health issues around New Year's resolutions? I think it's the whole Christmas period. If you go back to Christmas, you've got people who love Christmas, people who hate Christmas. So for me, I'm on a high from the 1st of December, watching a Christmas okay. film every day. I'm listening to the music. I'm really into Christmas. So all of a sudden, 25th of December hits and it's not the day I expected, and from there I start to go down. Right. Then you have the lull between between Christmas and New Year. Oh, that's the worst bit. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's January, and it's like, oh, it's January. We've had all of that. It was exciting. I was really excited, but actually I just feel a bit, eh, you know, yeah. and I start to go down a bit. Yeah, that's really interesting. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll pick back up on that. <laughs> Children and adults with sensory challenges can find toothbrushing really, really hard. And that's why we've got the Ico Finger Toothbrush. No toothpaste or water needed. You can get them from our website in the UK, the US and Canada. Now back to the podcast. Yeah, so you've got the kind of post-lull Christmas thing where it's just like the whole year's stretching out ahead of you. All the excitement of Christmas, if you're excited about it, is gone back to work it's back to normal and everyone just starts feeling as you said Lorraine yeah yeah and is it January where they have is it blue Monday or something which is supposed to be the most depressing day of the year yes I think it's usually around my birthday (laughs) oh lovely (laughs) that must make you feel good no um yeah so what what can people do to help them after that kind of drop after Christmas it's hard because I think I'm I'm a glutton for punishment because I know that I get too excited and I know that I'm going to drop. Mm-hmm. And I should be telling myself beforehand, don't get too excited. But the minute I see those Christmas movies come on and mm-hmm. the Christmas songs, I just can't help myself. I get all hyper. Yeah. Do you experience it, Joel? No, for me it's a high because it's finished. <laughs> so, yeah, so... My, my lull is like 
from the 1st of December till the 1st of January. And I'm like, it's over with. Okay. So you're feeling pretty happy now. It's all done. Yep. Yeah. I get a bit overwhelmed um, as well by the New Year's uh, text messages, phone calls, all of that. Yeah. Because we all know it's the 1st of January. Yes, I know. And uh, yeah, I find that all very odd. And you get the ones during the day, don't you, on the 31st as well, going, in case I don't message you at the bells, I'm thinking of you or whatever else. Um, Which I suppose is nice, but... um, Yeah, yeah. it is nice, but I get really overwhelmed by my inbox and I don't really want to reply to everybody and I feel like I should. And then I think, should I be messaging people and I don't know what to do, what's the right etiquette? Yeah. Um, So that really stresses me out around New Year and Christmas. Yeah. See, I don't quite understand the big thing about New Year's. Like, it's just like, wow, we've gone around the sun. Done. Like, like, (laughs) I don't understand what the big thing is. Um, You might have a different view on this with being in Scotland, Jenny, because Holland is a massive thing in Scotland, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, but but since since kids, it's it's not for us really. Um, don't don't do anything really. But yeah, it is a big thing, and and that's why in Scotland the second of January is a a bank holiday as well. Right. Um, whereas in England it's not to make sure that people have got enough time to recover from the festivities. Um, but yeah, it is. It is a big thing. But I'm I'm kind of I think you make a good point, Joel. It's funny, isn't it? How we're just preconditioned to or programmed to go right start is a new year everything starts afresh and yeah who told us that you know we just yeah because every day is afresh this is what I tell my children tomorrow's a new yeah. day it's a blank page make it mean something for yourself yeah absolutely like the whole dinner and everything I go because like my family want me to go but afterwards, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to stay till midnight. I'm going to go. I don't really see the point. It's not that big a thing yeah. in my head. Yeah. Yeah. I always think it's a bit of a, I, I always find it quite a letdown. Um, I'm glad that we have kids and a bit of an excuse now not not to do it. Because you, it's, there's one party that we went to years ago and everyone's kind of sitting about and chatting and mingling. And then suddenly at like 10 seconds to the bell countdown everyone starts counting down and then they all go crazy and then the bell rings and then they all start jigging and dancing and it's it almost feels mm-hmm. a bit like forced merriment to me yeah um but that's very bar humbug isn't it um, i've never been to a new year's eve party in my life have you not no never ever never wow. missing much in my um, opinion how come uh. <laughs> Well, as as kids, it was just like a family thing. Yeah. So we'd just sit in, and I felt pressured yeah. to stay up till midnight. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of kids do. Yeah, like my kids, they they're up till midnight anyway, so it's not a big thing on New Year. It's no different to any other day. Yeah. Um, we've twice had babysitters and gone out for New Year. Right. The first time I was in bed at seven o'clock because I was making the most of not having kids. Uh-huh. Um, and the other time we went to watch Grease the Musical. Right. So just like treat it as just a date night, really. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but I, th- I think in terms of coping strategies for that drop after Christmas and New Year as well, it's I I always like to have something to look forward to. 
you know, whether it's a um, meeting friends or a holiday booked or a shopping trip for something, you know, I think that can, if you, cause, cause Christmas is all about focusing on a particular day and an event and that's all exciting on the run up. So if you've got something on the other side to look forward to, then it could pull you through it maybe. Yeah. Yeah. That that's a nice idea. Yeah. Cause I think I'm, I'm even excited about seeing you guys in January not seen you for ages when you come up but that's you know nice um yeah is there anything else around mental health and new year that we've not covered I just think the whole festive period can be quite depressing whether it's before or after Christmas and new year and then like you say about the blue January January is a cold dark month Mm -hmm. Um, so if anybody suffers with seasonal anxiety disorder then that's it's not a great time of year no uh dark nights like I love dark nights personally I love to cook yeah. with the hot chocolate and, and watch something on the telly yeah but yeah I, just... I like it apart from walking the dog because you it's difficult to get that in in daylight hours yeah yeah but yeah, yeah I, I just so think I... because of the way the world is with social media and things I think we've just we've watched everybody and what they've got up to and what they've been doing and we compare ourselves to them and think well what did we achieve last year and that put pressure on us to achieve more this year and actually we've probably achieved a lot for for ourselves it's just compared to other people we feel that we haven't and we feel inferior I know I do yeah Yeah, well I, I think there's two things there is one it's remembering isn't it that social media is people's edited highlights yeah. It's not a true reflection of their everyday life. It's just their hand-picked best bits. Um, and the second thing I would say, which is if you, if you can be bothered to do this, it's worth doing it, is just keeping a little journal of your achievements, whether they're tiny um, little things like I managed to try a new food today or it's a big thing like I ran a marathon. It doesn't matter because then you forget everything that you achieve throughout the year Whereas if you just record something that you're proud of every day, um, my kids are doing this at the moment, where it's, you know, something that they're grateful for or something that they're proud of and they write it down. And then if they're ever feeling sad, they can look back and go, oh, my goodness, I've done this, 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 this and this yeah. in the last week. And and it, it can help pull them out of a, a, a dark mood. That's what I quite like about Facebook memories. Yes. And I don't do it as much now, but I used to post everything that I was proud of with the kids yeah uh, and then it would come back up the next year and I'd be like oh can't believe that's been a year ago but I did feel a bit like am I doing that thing where I'm putting my best things on Facebook and what are people yeah. thinking about me yeah. Yeah. But it's, like, it's like a journal and a diary yeah and it's there for that's everything. what I use my Facebook for is as a yeah. diary what was that Joel yeah oh yeah, that's that's a good way of looking at it. Yeah, because I think if somebody doesn't want to read your posts or see your posts, then they just don't have to. No. If someone's interested no. in your life, then they can follow you. But for me, when it pops up like five years th- th- since something amazing's happened, it just makes yeah. me feel warm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you could use Facebook or social media for that, I guess, or just have a little book in your bag that you can write things you're proud about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, you just got to try and remove this pressure around feeling like New Year means you've got to do all these things. Do them when the time is right for you. 
and and you're in the right mindset and make your goals small and achievable so that you feel good when you reach them um and that that'll you know don't succumb to all the pressure because it will affect your mental health um and as i said that's what the theme is about for this coming up season so next episode season two out on the 22nd of january episode two sorry is um a guy called uh, who's got the business called normal and it's a communication aid which gets computerized um characters and voices to help people communicate um which is a really interesting one and then we're going to focus on children's mental health adults mental health and um our last mental health episode is going to be about where to get support so definitely stay in tune for season two and um you'll learn lots of strategies to help your mental health anything else we want to cover don't think so no just just remember that there's 365 days in the year and every day is really the same yeah it doesn't matter what day it is yeah that's what i try to remember i try not to put too much on a certain day yeah and they all start afresh with no mistakes so yeah you get a, a, a chance every day to do something amazing. And uh, we said this before Christmas, but the Chewy Gem support group, go join it because, you know, for, for your own mental health, that is a great community of people who are positive and supportive and understand. Yeah, I think that um, would actually be a really great place to post your achievements. Yeah. Because if I tried a new food and I posted in the sensory support group that I tried a new food, I know that other people are going to start commenting on that first of all they're going to say well done and then they're going to comment that they've maybe tried a new food and that's a good talking point yeah absolutely fab okay cool right that's us for this week then thank you very much for tuning in and we will um be back in the next episode thank you Bye. bye Well, that's it for this week. And thank you once again for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you've got time and you can spare 30 seconds, then go and give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps other people find our content. And we know that our content and our episodes are so helpful to our community with lots of hints and tips and interesting interviews. So go and do your kind deed of the day and leave us a five-star review on iTunes to help others find us. Also, so that you never never miss an episode and you get a notification when a new one is available why not hit subscribe and that way you'll never miss us finally if you're not already a member of our fantastic facebook support group i suggest you go join it we'd love to see you in there there's loads of fantastic chat lots of peer-to-peer support from people in the same boat as you so go and search on facebook for the chewy gem sensory support group and let us know what you're thinking of our episodes speak to you then bye